0: Featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Exciting update. I have a brand new free resource. You all asked for it, so I created it. This is a relationship attachment quiz designed to help you understand your patterns in relationships. You can take this totally free quiz now by going to the link in my Instagram bio at Dr. Morgan Coaching and click attachment quiz. And you all know I love to hear from you. So either screenshot and tag me with your result Or send me a DM letting me know your result from the quiz. You guys, this is totally free and this will be helpful to you. So go check it out. Can't wait for you to take the quiz and to share your results. It's your host, Dr. Morgan, and I have a very special episode of the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast. I'm really excited. This is a never before talked about topic, and I'm actually shocked how have I never talked about this before? Someone should have told me. Actually, I'm sure some of you did. So, thank you, those of you who reached out and requested this topic. I have gotten this request a few times. So, I'm finally listing. We are talking about long distance relationships. This is really important because research as recent as 2020, is saying that anywhere from 25 to 27% of relationships start as long distance. And given COVID, given the advancements in technology, and that dating has moved online, and that there are these uh, dating sites where you can literally date anywhere, there is this huge increase in long-distance relationships. So I want to talk to you about kind of how they can go well and then what to look out for. And you know I got to throw in a little attachment theory lens as well. So let's start with the things to look out for. So long-distance relationships will oftentimes be very <laughs> will be very, very appealing to people who are emotionally unavailable, uh, particularly those with avoidant attachment style. And of course, if you have an anxious attachment style and your, belief is that you have to work hard for love and love is unavailable to you, you are also likely to fall in the long-distance relationship scenario. So here's what I want to point out. There's a difference between relationships that begin where you're in the same city and then become long-distance versus relationships that begin as long-distance, right? All of this to say, though, there are a lot of really successful long distance relationships. So it's it's just important to explore what it is for you. Is it that you're anxiously attached and it fits your relationship template if the person's unavailable to you or you're avoidantly attached and you don't do well with lots of intimacy? Is that what's going on or is it that, wow, you went to that weekend trip in Chicago and you just really hit it off with that person and you both genuinely want to explore a connection together and reciprocally make an effort to show up and get to know one another, right? So there are so many different kinds of scenarios within that long distance relationship dynamic. I myself have been in long distance relationships that were definitely that anxious avoidant dynamic and there was not a reciprocal amount of effort. Actually, I can't believe I'm going to share this, but I will. This is juicy, y'all. Get ready. It wasn't too long ago. I won't say exactly when and I won't give exact names. Um I myself was in a long distance dynamic with someone who I trusted and who I'd actually gone to graduate school with, who's also a psychologist and it was going pretty well a uh, few months in, et cetera. And lo and behold, the one day that we didn't have a phone call was his wedding day. That's right. He was in gauged the entire time we were dating and he had planned a trip to visit okay y'all like I'm not gonna say names and if he's listening I don't know what to say to you but here's what I will say this is someone who clearly had avoidant attachment strategies who was very emotionally unavailable who liked the fantasy of, oh, there's this other relationship, right? Like clearly, um, also an avoidance strategy to distance from his partner. Um, and I was someone who at that time was experiencing some anxious attachment and had really, if I had been fully honest with myself, I'm sure I could have seen some red flags, but I wasn't able to. Um, but that that right there is an example of a long distance dynamic that went horribly, right? Dumpster fire at the end. I won't give you all the details, but I'm sure you're dying to know. Maybe I'll put it in the book that I'm writing. Um, anyways, they can go really well and they can go really terribly, Because if you, especially if you have anxious attachment, it's really easy to project onto that person who you want them to be and to almost create a narrative for yourself of who they are and what they want, because you don't have that data in person and then your brain just starts filling in all the gaps, right? So... Lots of ways that it can go wrong. I think another example is if you have people who they start the dynamic out as long distance and what ends up happening is you just pace the relationship investment so, so slowly Uh, where it's not getting a chance to actually build to actually see if there's a real connection and then it can get drawn out and then you know eventually oh we go and we you know spend a week together and then realizing that it's not what either one of you really wanted that's a very painful realization of wasted time and energy right so You could be in an anxious avoidant trap. That's number one. Number two, you could end up wasting time and energy because you're not getting enough data quickly enough. Um, Number three is it can go poorly when you just really realize that you want that intimacy and you want that closeness and you want the secure connection of being able to see that person on the weekend and being able to catch them for their lunch break and having them, you know, come over and watch The Bachelor with you on Monday night, right? Like the, I think one of the third downfalls is you may be, um, you may be, I don't want to say cheating yourself, but I'll say that you may be cheating yourself out of, getting what you really, truly want, if you really, truly do want that intimacy and that closeness, right? So you may be cutting yourself off from people who are near you and in your area who could connect with you in that way. Okay, so there's the part of the episode where I talk about some potential downfalls when I gave you a little juicy personal story. Enjoy that. Um, Now I want to move into talking about How can you do long distance well? Okay, here's how you can do it well. You can definitely have amazing communication. That's going to be number one. Not just great communication, amazing communication. Both people have to be willing to communicate very well because based on the dynamic of the relationship, you have to be able to use your words and be on the same page. And it's incredibly important that you learn early, early on how to communicate with one another, right? So communication, another key piece is to be really clear about your standards for what you see for the long term. So what do I mean when I say that? I don't like the word expectations because that implies that you're expecting that of someone, right? Standards are, hey, this is what I want. If you wanna meet it, great. If not, I understand, right? So, so I always make that distinction between expectations and standards, right? So maybe my standard is, hey, This long distance dynamic can work for up to six months or a year. And then after that, if we're still growing and connecting and we want to deepen our relationship, I want us to be in the same place, right? So being really open and honest with the person about your standards for building the relationship. Okay, third way it can go well is always, always, always have time scheduled when you're going to see one another. This is especially important if one of the partners has some anxious attachment tendencies. In order to feel reassured and feel calm and feel like you can relax into the relationship, you need to have that in-person time on the calendar and planned. And then it also gives you something to look forward to as a couple. So you feel like you're growing and there's something exciting that you can both look forward to. Um, All right. And then my last final tip with long distance relationship is do your best to be very, very curious about the small things right? Because when you're not physically there, you miss out on some of the person's day-to-day experiences. You may not even really understand um, their work life, or you you may not know what's going on um, with their friends, or there's just these little things that you're going to miss. So you have to really communicate even a higher level of curiosity about what they're going through, the small things. Um, I know for myself, you know, a question like, hey, what was great about your day today, right? Or was there anything that you struggled with today? How did it go for you? Being genuinely curious about that person's experience. Okay. Oh my gosh, I have one more point you have to have, this is going to sound so meta, you have to have conversations about how you communicate. Some people love phone calls. Some people hate phone calls. Some people love text throughout the day. Some people hate text throughout the day. You have to talk about how do we want to communicate? And you have to get on the same page and come to a compromise. If your partner hates texting, but it's something that you really need, you can express that and you can come to a compromise, right? And it's important to know that the emotionally available, securely attached partner will work with you to come to a compromise, not saying you'll get everything you want, but they'll come to a compromise and you will co-create a secure attachment regardless of the distance between you. Okay. I hope this episode was helpful. Once again, a topic that's long overdue to all of my long distance couples out there. I see you. I know it takes a little extra work. And I know that if you show up and you communicate and you are honest about what you want and what you need, I know that you can absolutely build a healthy, thriving relationship. And if you listen to this episode and you really, really, truly feel like, you know what, I need some extra support. I really wanna work on my relationship life. I would highly encourage you to come to a three-day challenge that I'm doing. This challenge is starting on April 5th and it's gonna be in the Facebook group, Successful Women, Great Relationships. So go to Successful Women, Great Relationships. That's on Facebook, request to join. I'm doing a three-day challenge starting on April 5th. And I'm just going to be teaching you some key, key things that will help you move towards secure attachment and have the great relationship that you want. So you don't want to miss that free, free challenge. It'll be starting on April 5th. That's a Monday. It's going to go for three days come hang out. Successful women, great relationships. That's the Facebook group. Make sure you join. All right, y'all. I appreciate you as always. You know it. And of course, I am wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. I'll talk with you soon.